I watched Sold for Marriage from 1916. It's directed by Christy Caban. His name was William, but he went by his middle name, I guess, or a nickname maybe, Christy. William Christy Caban. Came out in theaters on April 16th, 1916. There's not a lot to this film, really. It's a fairly simple, straightforward movie. Although I guess it's important to keep in mind that I've been on kind of a run of really solid films lately. And so, all things considered, this one isn't half bad. It's just that compared to what I've been watching, it's not quite up to snuff. But compared to the average films of its era, I think it's probably a little bit better than average. But again, stacked up against some of the recent entries, it's somewhat lacking. The best thing it has going for it, and the reason I watched it, is Lillian Gish. But this isn't Lillian Gish at her best. The story, like I said, is pretty straightforward. We start off in Russia. We meet Marfa. That's Lillian Gish's character. She lives with an aunt and an uncle. And then there's a grandfather nearby. The grandfather's good to her. But the aunt and uncle, not so much. They really only seem interested in using her for financial gain. Because I suppose it must have been the thing in Russia back then that you would sell women, sell your daughter, sell your ward, basically anyone you had control over, off to an eligible bachelor. And that's what they want to do. They want to sell her as a bride to the highest bidder. And she wants no part in that. She wants to marry this guy, Jan. He's this handsome young man she met a few months ago who had recently returned from a visit to some friends or some family members in America. He had been in San Francisco. He came back to Russia. He met her. They fell for each other, but he's broke. And so instead of letting her hang out with him, they always chase him away. The aunt and uncle chase him away. They sell her to this really repugnant fellow. He's jokingly listed as the most eligible bachelor in Russia, but he doesn't seem like a very attractive man. He's sort of a short, stout, unattractive alcoholic. The best scene in the film is actually when he approaches Marfa. She's sitting in this little forest area with her friend, and she grabs his vodka bottle and starts beating him with it and chases him away. And she makes these really great, very modern facial expressions. I, I think it's one of the better sort of facial acting jobs I've seen in pretty much any silent film. Gish was definitely a very skilled actress. And I actually copied the, or cut and paste, whatever. I, I've, I've included the scene I'm talking about in the written post. Uh, it's public domain, so it's you're not pirating anything. We're, we're not breaking any laws here. You can watch it and see if you agree. It's the first time I've shared a clip from one of the movies I've watched, but maybe I should do that more often. I don't know. I tend to not because I'm doing this because I've already seen the movie, but maybe if people are actually reading these things, let me know in the comments below and I will possibly put more. Anyway, the marriage day arrives. Marfa refuses. She ends up betrothed to this military official, but she clobbers him. Seems like she's killed him, but he recovers later. She flees, and the military is looking for the family now. But before they can find them, they've... I think they were already planning this trip to America, but they've fled to this nearby port city, and they've boarded a ship bound for America. And guess who's on board? It's Jan. He's going back to his San Francisco 
family, friends, whatever, they're going to go to Los Angeles. And of course, the family still wants to profit by selling the daughter or the, the niece. So they keep them apart. And when they arrive in California, they trick him. They leave him in San Francisco. They head to Los Angeles. He didn't know they were going to go to LA. I think he thought they were going to stay in San Francisco. But he finds out from another Russian person on the ship that that's where they went. So being in love, he heads to LA and he's basically just kind of wandering the streets of the Russian part of town looking for her. Jan, meanwhile, has again been sold off to another bachelor. She escapes out the back window of the house. She finds a policeman. There's this, they've, they've shown us that in the Los Angeles paper that they're cracking down on Russian brides for sale. But since she can't speak English, she can't communicate to the offer. So he ends up bringing her back to the family. And it seems like everything's lost. They've got the priest there. They're about to do the ceremony. Jan shows up, but he realizes he's no match for the entire family. So he goes out and finds the police and he's able to communicate to them. So, of course, at the last minute, the police show up. They've been cracking down on these Russian brides for sale. And so they're happy he has alerted them to one in progress. And the entire corrupt family ends up in jail, which leaves Marfa and Jan finally free to be together. And that's that's sold for marriage. And again, it's not a bad film, but it's nothing special. I don't know that I'm going to watch it anytime soon, but you never know. I, I may decide I want to see it again. I, I have it on a DVD, so I can if I want to. It is the first of Christy Capan's movies I've watched, and I looked it up. He actually directed 167 films. His career was it spanned 1912 to 1948, but I don't have anything else of his on my list to watch. I've got a couple he co-directed, so I'll encounter some of his work here and there. It's most notable, the 1925 blockbuster epic Ben-Hur. He was, Fred Niblo is the credited director, but Caban is one of four others who co-directed but didn't give credit, didn't get credit, excuse me, at the time. Um, and then I think there's another, I forget which one, it's another one of those like uh, the big broadcast or something. It's one of those sort of Hollywood extravaganza pictures. But anybody who's listening and is a fan of, of Christy Caban and wants to recommend a, a film I should watch, let me know. I'm always adding to the list. I'm going to try to cap it at 3,000 movies, but I don't know. I'm, I'm getting close to that, and it just keeps growing every time I discover some new movie I think belongs on there. Nonetheless, I'm open to suggestions. So, And again, I, I know I've missed a lot of important films. And honestly, if you want to look at the list and recommend anything... I'm all ears. The list is available to all paid subscribers, which is nobody at this point. Uh, but I, I'm sure I will give it to anyone who asks nicely. So if you don't want to, I understand not wanting to pay for this, but if you'd like to see the list, let me know. And then you can tell me, oh my goodness, you left off this important film and maybe I'll add it to the list. Next, I'm going to watch Shoe Palace Pincus from 1916, directed by Ernst Lubitsch. <laughs> 